Hi, I'm Hugh Hewitt. Thank you for listening to the Town Hall Review Podcast, where we bring you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Our podcast is brought to you through partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy and ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. Here's a piece I hope you'll enjoy from my colleague, Mike Gallagher. These are politically divisive times. There's no question about it. But one of the big picture questions I keep asking, I see the president at NATO in Brussels pushing, pushing, pushing against our allies and, and, and trying to say, let's have an even playing field. If countries are committed to a minimum of 2% of their GDP for, for military spending, why aren't they fulfilling their obligation? Why do we fulfill our obligations and our, our NATO allies don't? And Trump campaigned on Europe having an unfair advantage over us. Trump campaigned over China having an unfair advantage with trade. And I was reading um, Dr. Michael Desch. He's a professor of political science at Notre Dame. He's the director of the Notre Dame International Security Center. He's an expert on U.S. foreign and national security policies. He's got a book coming out uh, soon, Cult of the Irrelevant, The Waning Influence of Social Science on National Security. Real fascinating heady stuff, and we're thrilled to uh, welcome on our guest line Dr. Michael Desch. Dr. Desch, thanks so much for joining us today. How are you? My pleasure. Just fine. Uh, Good. How about yourself? I'm doing great. I'm doing great, and I'm trying to understand. Uh, I mean, listen, I'm, I, I'm certainly am not the foreign policy expert you are. I see a president who's obviously unpredictable, provocative. I call him the bull in the china shop. We've never seen a president like this before. A lot of people seem... Um, ruffled by the way he's pushing at our NATO allies. Um, you wrote at USA Today, NATO has gone from playing a very important role in winning the Cold War to helping create a, a cause a new one. And you say maybe Europe needs a new approach to security. Do you think the president is correct to push at our NATO allies the way he's been doing? Well, uh, there's the old saying about the broken clock being right twice a day. Uh, I think on this particular issue, uh, he's right in terms of the substance of it. Uh, You know, uh, burden sharing has been a problem throughout the history of the NATO alliance. This isn't really new, although it's become uh, more acute in recent years. Uh, during the Cold War, you know, when we faced the big bad Soviet Union, it was in America's interest uh, to pay more than uh, most of the Europeans, uh, you know, to maintain the geopolitical division of Europe. But we live in a new world, um, and uh, uh, you know, Western Eurasia is no longer uh, sort of as important as it was uh, during the Cold War. And I'm not somebody who believes uh, that even Vladimir Putin's Russia is the second coming of the uh, Soviet Union. So this is a good time to uh, open up this issue. And I think there are two components to it. One is the equity issue. Um, you know, all the NATO allies agreed to this 2% uh, GDP target, so they should meet it. But secondly, I think uh, that the fact that a large number of NATO allies are not meeting it also suggests something about their view of how serious the threat to Europe is, and also, you know, candidly, a view that, well, the United States will... uh, 
you know, continue to provide security so, you know, we can sort of free ride on this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's I- rational behavior. Um, and as I said, uh, you know, it's been a longstanding problem. But, you know, this is probably the time to reopen the books on it. Now, all that said, you know, I wish the president had done it in a little less ham-handed way. Um, And I'm also not comfortable with him also tying this whole thing up with the trade fight with the G7. You know, I think those are two separate issues. They both should be addressed. But, you know, putting them all together and putting a Vladimir Putin cherry on top of it is a recipe for uh, giving a lot of people perhaps unnecessary heartburn. I like, um, I, 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 I I'm intrigued by the way you've worded it. So basically, if, if we can summarize, you're glad this these issues are being raised. You're just not real comfortable with the way he's raised them. And, and that, exactly. that and that and that perhaps sums up everything where we are right now as a country as it applies to all things related to president trump uh, and and so and it's an objective thing it's it's or, or rather it's a subjective things you know as you know dr dersh many many or dr dash many americans love the fight love the battle and i don't, I don't want to get into a, a back and forth over style over substance but you know it does seem to me the, the president the u.s role in nato has been a focal point for Trump all from day one, yes. late before he was elected president. So I think for a lot of people, even scholarly folks like yourself, there's some uh, there's some relief that some of these issues are finally like sort of like stones being overturned. Where these are these are starting to see the light of day. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, governments ought to be asking on a regular basis uh, if their security commitments, which were made, you know, in the past and in a very different geopolitical environment, uh, still make sense today. Right. And, uh, you know, that's a good thing. I mean, that's what we pay our, uh, uh, our, our elected officials, officials to, to, exactly. uh, to be doing. <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so, you know, raising these issues is not bad. Uh, I do think, though, you know, style matters. You know, my grandma taught me that uh, you get more flies with honey than vinegar. So, you know, he seems to be getting a lot. He seems to be getting a lot of flies. (laughs) I mean, and and he is the guy we got. I mean, there isn't a plan B as as far as the president of the United States. So he's the guy that's in 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 the driver's seat right now. Uh, We're talking to Dr. Uh, Michael Desch uh, from Notre Dame writes uh, a very interesting piece about um, how the president you know, is frankly, there are some issues that need to be raised about our role in NATO. I'm intrigued, of course, by, as everybody is, about the whole Russian connection, as you alluded to. Uh, it's mm-hmm. funny because the president had a back and forth with the head of NATO, and he said, you know, and, and, and this Stoltenberg said, well, we're stronger together, you know. And Trump said, well, how can you be together when you're getting energy from the group you want protection from? And he pointed out that Germany gets energy mm-hmm. from Russia, uh, and and said that Germany was totally controlled by and captive to Russia over a pipeline project. Does he have a point, Dr. Desch? Well, again, I think he's overstating it, but, you know, at the core of it, uh, it's absolutely uh, true that uh, Russia exports a lot of natural gas to Western Europe and particularly uh, Germany. And uh, that's an important thing to uh 
to recognize. Right. Now, I wouldn't put a nefarious spin on it. I mean, this is business. Um, right, right. But, you know, it, what it also underlines is that if the Germans were so afraid uh, of the Russians, uh, they wouldn't be uh, involved in this sort of uh, economic relationship uh, and substantial energy dependence uh, on Putin's Russia. And, mm-hmm. you know, so what it indicates is that the relationship between Germany and Russia is more complicated. That, yeah, the Germans are unhappy with, uh, you know, Putin's uh, seizure of Crimea and, you know, turning the heat up under, uh, you know, the unrest in eastern Ukraine um, and probably doesn't like the military deployments in the Baltic uh, region. But on the other hand, they do business with the Russians. uh, And that's what diplomacy is all about. Uh, You trade with people and you talk to people that uh, uh, may not be uh, the folks you want to invite over for Sunday dinner, but, you know, it's uh, uh, the people you have to work with. Dr. Michael Desch, I'm really appreciative of your time. Thanks so much for joining us today on the Mike Gallagher Show. All the best. My my pleasure. Take, Take care. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. I want to talk to you for a moment about a group I've done work with for years, ADF, the Alliance Defending Freedom. You've seen how your freedom is under attack. Go to townhallreview.com to find out how you can join Alliance Defending Freedom to help ensure the opponents of freedom don't dictate your future. That's townhallreview.com. If you enjoy your podcast, take a moment, tell a friend to subscribe today.